I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was gotten down to like three, and I was like, dust is not paying attention. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to make a final note that I forgot, too. <laughs> That's important. Welcome oh. to Movie Boners, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Um, our beers that we opened, I got actually a pretty appropriate beer for this episode. All right. Mine is called Lowrider Lager from Bertha Brewing Company. It's got little cars all over it. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Um, I feel like the, the name of mine is more mm. fitting than the design of the can. All right. Uh, I'm drinking Traveling Man. Oh, nice. From, uh, oh crap, uh, Adelbert's Brewery. It's actually right here in Austin. Okay. So, yeah. There's a lot but of the, traveling in the movies we're going to talk yeah, about, yeah. so that makes sense. They go sense. to like Rio de, Je- de Janeiro, De Janeiro, Tokyo, New York, the Arctic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Globe hopping. That's what they call it. <laughs> Uh, so thank you, Wandering Lions, for uh, Wandering Lion Studios for our beers. Go check them out, wanderinglionstudios.biz, uh, or their Facebook or Instagram. They love literation. They have Movie Madness Mondays, which is fun, and then they have uh, Trivia Thursdays, Movie Trivia Thursdays. Obviously, that's also yep. a lot of fun. They recently restumped Dustin, so which, I got uh, stumped two weeks in a row. Yep, which sucked (laughs) however (laughs) uh my redemption is here (laughs) but then you totally (laughs) redeemed yourself (laughs) i totally redeemed myself (laughs) i think i even put on my comment Mm -hmm. like this is my redemption because i knew it immediately when i saw their trivia (laughs) for the most recent one but yeah check them out uh it's a lot of fun Mm-hmm. I, I was so mad at last week's because I had even told you, watch, yeah. it's going to be a movie that I really love. Yeah. And then it turned out to be Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> and I love that freaking movie. Yeah. As soon as they posted it, I was like, of course it's Edge of Tomorrow. That makes like, so much sense. They threw me off with the shows. anime stuff. I was like, I, it could yeah. be anything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of jerks. That's all I gotta say. But you guys yeah. rock. Yeah, uh, they're a lot of fun. So go check them out. <laughs> uh, before we get into today's episode, Dustin asked if I had seen any new movies lately, and I happened to have seen two new movies yesterday. Um, we kind of yesterday afternoon binged two movies. One's a very recent release from 2021 called Safer at Home, oh. and I don't know if you've heard of it or know anything about it. Nope. It's like a, kind of like a thrillery movie. It's obviously about the pandemic, but it's 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 probably the best representation of a movie that does the Zoom call thing. Okay. So it's basically about these th- three or four different friends who are now all separated because they're in quarantine, and they're do they like just doing Zoom meetings to for one of their friends' birthdays, and. Uh, then they take ecstasy, and then shit sticks, starts going wrong, and uh, it gets a little crazy. But the whole thing is kind of filmed from the perspective of being in this 
Zoom call. Um, obviously, right. it's a lot higher quality than normal Zoom. Uh, they're like all talking over each other, and the audio is so good. And I'm like, I wish Zoom was that good. <laughs> right? You're like, this movie's full of shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. They're like, it also kind of takes place in the future. So it's like 2020 happened, the Corona 19, COVID 19 thing happened, and then. Then everything kind of reopened, and then they're like, no, COVID-20 just hit in 2021, and it, like July 2021, and then in July, I think it takes place in like summer of 2022-ish, and there's like COVID-20B or something, 22B or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a little bit like really locked down, and it, I thought it was pretty good. It was different than the other coronavirus movie, Songbird, mm-hmm. um, but I thought both of them were interesting and good. And then the other movie I saw, I finally got around to a 2019 movie that I remember seeing trailers for, but never saw. Um, Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson, where she's like trapped in a, she thinks she's trapped in like a rom-com. Okay, I was like, that title sounds really familiar to me. Yeah, she's like, lives like a shitty life and then has a brain like, brain injury or it ends up in a coma and thinks that she's in a rom-com and it's very like meta i laughed a lot actually i like i like meta comedy especially about Mm -hmm. like rom-coms and things so i thought it was pretty darn good uh liam hemsworth is in it adam devine is in it um betty gilpin is in it she's funny so yeah i thought it was good i liked it it was fun if you like if you like rom-coms or you like commentaries on rom-coms it does both okay well, you and I do like rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> as we established so long ago. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that's all I really have. Do you want to get into the actual cool. episode? I think we should. Um, <laughs> Our highest octane episode ever. <laughs> We're going to crank up the nos yeah. and and live a quarter mile at a time <laughs> always but not really <laughs> yep there's nothing more important than a family <laughs> this might be the most uh mainstream deep dive <laughs> we've done so far for sure so far yeah <laughs> uh with the most ridiculous <laughs> franchise ever yeah in terms of like how successful it has become how mm-hmm. it's it never should have been a thing <laughs> but it's like crazy pop culture relevant when it comes to hollywood now it's yeah. weird uh yeah and it fast and the furious it weirdly like <laughs> found itself like i i Rewatching it, it had been a while since I've seen a lot of it. And I do remember yeah. a couple of the more recent ones, I remember things about them and then it being getting better, I guess, over time. Um, and then, I do have an opinion on that. Okay. I don't know if it'll be a shared one, but I do have an opinion. Actually, I think you will love my opinion on it. Yeah. Specifically, but we'll see if you agree with me. Okay. I'm very interested when we get in that. into it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting series considering, I think you mentioned last week, considering where it starts and where it ends up. 
it kind of ends up finding it's itself so along the way. Uh, I'm very interested in the next installment, which comes out in a week or so. Um, so yeah, that should be, especially now that theaters are open, it'll be very fun to see on the big screen. Yeah, I uh, 100% plan yeah. on going and checking out F9, <laughs> the fast saga. <laughs> F9 sounds like a like a tornado thing dude they've got rocket engines on the cars now and they're like <laughs> grappling hook swinging off of bridges yeah. with a car it that's my favorite part <laughs> of the trailer uh okay you brought it up i do want to bring <laughs> up the the trailer yeah uh so the first well the first trailer for the re emergence of the theaters being opened again, movies mm-hmm. making their comeback now. Uh, I will give the trailer so much credit. <laughs> I've rewatched it so many times. Oh, yeah. Just because I think it's such a great trailer. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, although the theaters have been open for a couple months now, a few months now, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I kind of feel like F9, the you know yeah might just be the best movie Mm -hmm. to go like if you haven't gone to the theater yet although if you missed army of the dead that sucks but f9 just seems like Mm -hmm. this this feels right yeah we're gonna go watch a ridiculous movie (laughs) it's gonna be loud it's gonna be huge Mm -hmm. on the big screen as movies should be experienced but Yeah. yeah that trailer with uh vin diesel's voiceover of like hey it's been a tough year uh i forget exactly what he says uh about like the places we used to go we Mm -hmm. we stopped going everyone's been separated but now we're making our comeback and it's like (laughs) car race explosion jets (laughs) it's like i love the trailer Mm -hmm. for the Reemergence of theaters absolutely love it so that trailer alone to me i'm like i don't even care what the movie is about yeah <laughs> i don't even care about continuity with it because right. it seems off <laughs> but then again it's the fast saga yeah Con- <laughs> continuity is flexible <laughs> right it's not linear at least we'll give it that credit. yeah that's true uh but yeah, I am genuinely, and I can't believe I'm saying it, mm-hmm. but I'm genuinely excited mm-hmm. for F9. Yeah. Which is funny for me, because the Faster and the Furious Saga has not been one of my, like, go-to mm-hmm. <laughs> film series. It definitely hasn't been for me either, but rewatching <laughs> them all this week, especially in order... I I might be a fan of this series. Like, <laughs> right, right. I think I'm definitely now that guy that's like, I love the Fast and the Furious movies, and <laughs> and every one that they make makes the previous ones better, and and I'm I'm just invested in all of these people. <laughs> You're just getting into it. I'm right, like, right. hey, this guy's back. This lady's back. I'm just bring them all back all the time. I love it. <laughs> it's I I will say. I kind of will always feel bad for Vin Diesel, though. What is that? Because this is all he's got. Now, granted, 
it's pretty big. He has like, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is pretty big. He plays Groot. He the does, most beloved says... character of all time. <laughs> you talking about that Groot? Yeah. Uh, also, the I last mean, witch hunter ever heard of it. Uh, <laughs> I tr- I was like, I'm watching the last witch hunter before we do mm-hmm. the fast episode. Oh, really? And then I didn't get around <laughs> to watching it. <laughs> well, I'll put that up on YouTube. Whenever you get around to it, let me know. I, I was we'll like, talk about it. I was adamant about getting it watched, <laughs> and then it was okay. But I also have to prep for mm-hmm. possibly our biggest episode because you knew I was going to bring up. it up, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't even bring up Riddick. Riddick's not really still going, but it is a pretty big deal, uh, right? It's not. I mean, Pitch Black was the best one that he did of those. I agree. Yeah, uh, but. The Fast series, I mean, that's yeah. that's what Vin Diesel I don't feel has. bad for him. He works once every three years or whatever and makes about $100 million and chills out okay. the rest of the time. But, I mean, in terms of what's going to happen when they end the Fast series. Hopefully, you know, he's investing in like real estate and taking care Dom- of himself. <laughs> Dominic Toretto can't keep saving the world, okay? The dude's getting old. Uh <laughs> Yeah, probably he's going to end up like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger stopped at some point. Right. So I feel bad for him for post mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. Because yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, clock Guardians is, is ending. Yeah. So for sure. he's not going to have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Unless he's just going to live the rest of his life off of all the like residuals and <laughs> i'm gonna look up his imdb i'm pretty i'm i'm willing to bet he probably does about a million things and you just don't know about it he probably does a lot of voice acting i'm gonna guess that oh he did the iron giant before anyone knew who he was okay that doesn't help um i'm just saying yeah that's a good movie that's true oh wait those are his producer credits uh Oh, they're doing a, another Riddick movie, so it's not over. It's called Furia. Oh. It's been announced, apparently. Oh, He's in Av- Avatar 2, one of the biggest movies of all time, probably. <laughs> uh, if they ever actually... He was in that it. Bloodshot movie <laughs> last year, which I never saw, but I meant to. That I never saw either, and I don't think anyone else did. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> So yeah, he's he's got Rock'em Sock'em Robots coming okay, out. Well, let, let's That's apparently move on planned. from this. <laughs> <laughs> you win again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I won with the Rock'em Sock'em yeah, Robots. Okay. They already made that movie. It's called Real Steel. Yeah, Hugh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, go watch it, kids. It's actually entertaining. Yeah, and uh, that girl from Lost. Uh, not Liv Tyler, the other one. Uh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, let's, uh, let's dive into this saga. So should we do one through eight? One through eight. We're skipping the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. We did talk about that in our sequels episode recently. So go check that out if you want to hear our opinions on Hobbs and Shaw. This is just the main saga, the main series, right. the, the f- proper franchise. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> starting all the way back in 2001 there were a lot of things watching this series where i was like i can't believe this is this old 
Like, <laughs> like that opening shot of the semi truck where it's got the weird box tiny TV mm-hmm. with the built-in VCR yeah. and, and or DVD players. Yeah, DVD players <laughs> were very new in 2001 and everybody's cell phones were still flip phones and uh, you yep. could tell as we get further in the series, I think it was like maybe the fourth one when there was like, we just got in-car GPS so now everything's going to be GPS-like based. Uh <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty funny seeing how early on this whole thing started. My main, like, not really critique, but my main, like, point to bring up to people has always been the first Fast and the Furious movie is basically exactly point break, just with cars instead of surfing, which isn't necessarily terrible, although... Point Break is a much better movie, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're talking the original Point Break with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Obviously. Swayze. I, I never even bothered with the yeah, remake. Yeah, me neither. Because why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it's, it's just a fun <laughs> movie about... I mean, okay. So, also, I, this movie is very much about tuner cars and tuner car culture. Okay, the Fast and the Furious, the first one, I feel is, and we grew up with this because we were going into high school, well, getting ready to go into high school, in high school. I had a Honda Civic. Uh, I was just too poor to do anything with it. Right. (laughs) Okay, the Honda Civic, how loud and obnoxious can we make our cars (laughs) fad- trend yeah. <laughs> i mean gimmick i i pretty much blame the first fast and the furious mm-hmm. for that whole boom i blame japan the first <laughs> movie was basically just cashing in on a current trend which as you do but it but the movie made it like a lot bigger you're only cool if you have yeah. this and every high schooler was out trying to race there. I do think I learned about like neon under your car from Fast and the Furious probably. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and NOS. Ridiculous. 100%. And, and NOS, NOS is a big deal yep. and it's the like the only thing you need to win ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you Always use NOS, but don't push that button too yep. early because then it wears, it runs mm-hmm. out. Uh, don't be a buster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Paul Walker is constantly referred to as a buster throughout the series. I don't, I don't <laughs> right, know what a buster is per se, but Dominic Toretto. Yeah. <laughs> only ever by Dominic Toretto. Um. So I remember when I saw it, when it first came mm-hmm. out on video, I went and rented mm-hmm. it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I had already rented and watched uh, the Nicolas Cage remake of Gone in 60 yeah. Seconds. And I, I genuinely enjoy that movie. I think that's a very fun mm-hmm. movie. Very entertaining. And then I watched Fast and the Furious. And I went into Fast thinking like, it's just going to be exactly like Con in 60 Seconds. They're making car movies yeah. now, which I've never been a car right. guy, so that did not appeal to me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember watching the first one with my mom. <laughs> and when it ended, we were both like, all yeah. right, what's that? All right. Had some entertaining points mm-hmm. in it. Like, like you said, it very reminiscent of Point yeah. Break. Uh, <laughs> just with less cursing. Yeah. Less cursing, less cool stuff like gunfights and <laughs> the, the 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 it's very much built around the car races and so the car yeah. action i feel like is pretty good it's very much low key if you like go from way late in the series back to the first one it's it's definitely low key it it feels very lacking mm. uh but to me the first three with like a little bit of sprinkling into the fourth mm-hmm. the overabundance of close-up shifting yeah. oh my god i almost feel like the first three movies could have been like a half hour shorter mm-hmm. if they didn't have to do so many close-ups of them shifting mm-hmm. or the camera going down to follow the nos line yeah. Yeah, that's CG <laughs> shots of the NOS tubes. But that first Fast mm-hmm. movie, it is genuinely entertaining. It it it, it is yeah. fun. It's kind of a mess of a movie. I feel on some mm-hmm. parts because some I don't know if it's the editing or the acting. Mm-hmm. Pick an element. It very much, especially you kind of said it earlier of like, if you go from the later installments and then rewatch the first Mm -hmm. one, you're still entertained. But at the same time, you're like, whoa, this almost feels like someone was just trying to get kind of into a group. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how do I make an action? Just trying to gain (laughs) momentum. Yeah, I agree. I do think that kind of the reason that this series becomes what it does you can see parts of it in the car chases and races and stuff that um, they get more exciting and they are pretty good. But all of that is kind of in spite of the writing and somewhat the early acting of these people. It's there's, there's some weak parts. There's a one part that really stands out to me watching it and it's later in, Oh, there are going to be spoilers. Obviously we should mention Oh, yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen the Fast movies, we're going to be spoiling it kind of randomly. Some of it's going to be not spoilers and some of it is. Because we're, we're sticking with the heart of the saga, which yeah. is all over the place. So that's okay, Jake. Spoilers <laughs> yeah. ahead. So obvious. And I'm sure everybody knows because if you've ever, if even saying anything about Point Break, you understand what the twist of the first one is, which is, or the conflict, I guess, of the first one is Brian, Paul Walker's character he is a cop and he admits to Mia, this girl he likes that he's a cop when he does that, it feels so awkwardly timed and unnatural to me for some reason. He just like tells her straight up, doesn't have to tell her like they can. Right. Yeah. At race he force. could still like help her go get Dom and the rest of the crew without telling her he's a cop. He just volunteers that information. Right. I, uh, I agree with you. So, but what makes that weird or that scene weird to me is not as it happens. It's right after mm-hmm. that. Uh, so he tells her, Mia, I'm a cop. 
I gotta like go help Dom, mm-hmm. whatever. He goes and helps Dom. They're trying to like save uh Vince. Yeah, because Vince is well they're Dom and Vince and Letty and everybody's jacking this truck. It's their final score for a while. Right. And the driver they've been like talking about drivers are gonna start shooting back. They're yeah. gonna fight. And they finally encounter a driver that's going to, which has like the biggest mm-hmm. lead up foreshadowing of we never do this during the day. Why are we rushing mm-hmm. this job? Everybody any, says they have a bad any. feeling about it, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Any kind of heist action movie, as soon as your characters change up mm-hmm. their routine, shit will hit the fan. That's like it's generalized yeah. plot. <laughs> <laughs> but after like they save Vince, he, they get him off of the truck. Then Paul, you know, mm-hmm. Brian calls it in. You know, gives his uh, his ID yeah. number and whatever, and Dom has that. Like they they even play like the the twist mm-hmm. music, and it's all dramatic. That's what makes that awkward mm. to me, because it's almost like they tried to do two twist yeah. moments. I felt like that one worked better when it should have just. Been I feel the like one. that one should have been the only one because it works better. Where he's yeah. like, he has a good yeah. reason to expose that information. He's like, this guy is bleeding. We need to get an ambulance here. I can call it and say, hey, I'm a cop. Get a thing out, the ambulance out here real quick, or a chopper or whatever. And uh, and then yeah, you see Dom's like look on his face. He gets super pissed, but also he wants his friend to be safe, so he's conflicted. That is better than just standing in the parking lot right. going. Uh, hey Mia, I'm a cop, and she's like, "What? <laughs> I just, I'm just a cop." And he's, she's like, "Okay, I'm just, that's I'm cool." Just letting you know, we're trying to be honest here. <laughs> I'm, I'm in love with you. I'm, I'm a, a cop. cop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the love story aspect uh-huh. of the first fast. I feel like this was a common thing in the two thousand, like early two thousands sure. movies. If there was ever a romantic angle, it came out of mm-hmm. nowhere, and it was always like, hey, I kind of dig... It, it was never, I kind of dig you. Maybe mm-hmm. we should, like, go on a date. It was always, I'm yeah. in love with you. We must spend eternity yeah. together. <laughs> For no other reason other than we are the two most attractive people in the movie. <laughs> and that's our that's our reason for getting together and that's what's happening (laughs) no that's for sure true (laughs) but yeah that (laughs) that first fast movie i'm I'm always kind of Mm -hmm. confused about the headquarters that the fbi and the officers are it's like this nice malibu home why aren't they at (laughs) the precinct (laughs) like the cop yeah 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 why why aren't they because he's undercover (laughs) and they don't want to see they want they don't want him going to a police station that would like people could be watching that's why they arrest him to bring him there which which i kind of get but then i i also have to settle Mm. on what you just said wouldn't it be more like obvious 
hey, we arrested this guy, and now we're leading him yeah, into a Yeah, if you home. arrest people, normally you take him to the police, like, precinct headquarters. <laughs> you take him yeah. to a holding cell, not a That's Malibu true. home. That is a lot weirder now that you mention it. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I just, every time I watch it, I'm mm. always like, what? Yeah, and why? that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, <laughs> the the la- the like l- the weirdest part to me that I didn't remember at all is the very very end when they when Dom has that they have that huge like drag race and Dom has the obviously the charger and he does the wheelie in it and they go towards the train yep. tracks. Um, the weird like slow motion that happens there i didn't remember that at all but it's kind of really weird looking (laughs) i don't think it held up honestly (laughs) it may have been cool in 2001 but for some reason it's like it's like drug slow-mo or something when it's supposed to be like (laughs) nitrous oxide slow-mo i don't know what that is i (laughs) are you talking like Right, because I I do like the shot of the train going yeah. behind them as it's like, like before crashed. that it's like as they're t- like hitting the nos yeah. and they're like making the break to get there before the train happens and it's like yeah, yeah like Dom is editing. slow and Brian is slow <laughs> and they're like looking at each other and it, yeah it's weird editing. Um, the weirdest aspect to all mm-hmm. me movies and it's like the most consistent thing that they do in mm-hmm. the whole franchise is when there is a car race it's typically like a quarter mile yeah. or a mile and yet their races last <laughs> yeah ever it's like and they make a big deal in the first couple of them they're like we have 10 second cars that can do a quarter mile in under 10 seconds. It's like, this is like 45 and you're seconds like, of like shifting. <laughs> you're like that opening race scene just took up 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes of screen time. Yeah, it is. It is really <laughs> long. It, well, the problem with drag racing, and I think that they kind of solved this problem by the third one, going in a straight line for a quarter mile is not that exciting especially it may be exciting when you're doing it but it's not exciting when it's on screen and so they have to like do all this stuff to hype people up like this is so cool this is so fast this is (laughs) so furious and then it encouraged a bunch of high schoolers to go and do the same yeah that's true um the the other the other main (laughs) commonality between the movies is obviously family and this is probably the biggest impartation that the first movie has is the importance of family and family is what you make it and all of this stuff that's kind of the through line through all of the movies that holds holds it all together (laughs) which i think it does a pretty good job but it's somewhat cheesy but it's pretty good some of the the family members that get introduced throughout the franchise there's one in particular that i'm constantly like how did you get cast or better yet how did your character manage to keep getting written in because he might be my least favorite character oh, really? in the whole franchise it's later uh, on i'm in the second one you don't like tyrese 
You don't like like Roman? I don't like Roman. (laughs) I I actually am not the biggest fan of the second movie, which we'll talk about in a second, but... I I am so uh, right. glad that oh, they I... introduces Roman because I think he gets better in the later movies. That he's a great addition. I'm so glad he's there. Yeah. Honest... <laughs> oh really? There's just something about him that I'm constantly like, huh? Like I I shouldn't say that I hate him. I know I just said that. I shouldn't say I hate Roman. <laughs> I just there's something about his character. I'm just constantly yeah. like, of all the yeah. characters <laughs> they could have had. Why is he the one mm-hmm. that stuck around? Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, he. I think he fits a niche. He's maybe not a niche isn't the right word, but he kind of fits in as this charming, funny Joker character. He's the comedic yeah, yeah. relief who's handsome and which is a funny thing to say. Yeah, considering he's handsome and nice, and how much you laugh at that's the sucks. true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, a lot. All of them are pretty funny. So he's not like uniquely funny. I mean, Ludacris is just as funny, but... Right, right. Now, see, I like Ludacris's yeah. character. I think his character has been fun to see. Like, they've turned him more into a giant, incredibly mm-hmm. intelligent nerd who hacks government. Yeah, he started systems. out as... Uh, he but... started out... I guess we could just get into what's fast, too fast, too furious. <laughs> Hey, yeah, we might as well. Yeah. Now, before we do, with all the weird things mm-hmm. that you and I pointed out, I do genuinely enjoy that first Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I can sit down. I'm super entertained the whole time. I do enjoy it. It does yeah. feel very dated, which mm-hmm. is weird. Because I know when it came out, it was like, <laughs> oh, <Yeah. old> man. <laughs> now, as an adult, I'm like, god damn kids. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting that it was it was such a product of its time. And that could have killed the franchise so easily. But they did a pretty right. good job of pivoting and saying, this isn't what it is. I mean, this is actually what the franchise is. Keeping a lot of the important parts, <laughs> getting rid of everything specific to that time and saying, no, it's just <laughs> action and it's timeless now. Right. Yeah, they uh, when they make that transition, mm-hmm. which is a little later on, which is actually at the point where I'm like, yeah, same. now they're great. <laughs> Um, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, I've got <laughs> Stop it. Stop watching the movie. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's on that scene." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I that first one, although I don't think mm-hmm. it aged very well, it has. It is genuinely entertaining. I never mm-hmm. expected sequels, let alone <laughs> a whole massive yeah, nine, franchise to it. And I have had to eat my words several times because of this franchise which we'll get into in a little while um but that first Mm -hmm. one honestly i think the only reason you should ever need to see the second one if you've never watched the saga which (laughs) yeah what rock have you been under (laughs) uh is for the introduction Mm -hmm. of roman Mm -hmm. and tej other than that no one else ever gets mentioned yeah. ever again. It's true. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's interesting. So I, as I was watching it, I was like, okay, so what's 
because I didn't remember too much about it. I remember specific things. I remember like the big okay. set pieces of a couple. I also in my memory kind of like mixed up a couple of movies. I was like, this one has these things, and I was actually from two different movies. Um, so rewatching it, I was kind of paying more attention. And it's interesting. I was like, okay, the first one obviously important sets up these characters, this family, and what they do. They drive great. Um, the second one and the third one are kind of like, I thought initially, I was like, these are like the solo stories of what happens after the first one. It's kind of the ramifications of the first one. So obviously Paul Walker, Brian O'Connor has to go. He like leaves California and goes to Florida because he's dealing with the fallout of uh, the whole first movie. And it really just follows Brian and his old friend from, from yeah, back in the day. He uh, reunites with his old friend from like high school or college or whatever, Roman, uh, who played by Tyrese. And, and so it's, it's, it's interesting, I guess, in that respect. <laughs> But yeah, they don't really talk about anything else that happens in this movie. I, I did not. Okay, so when Too Fast, Too Furious came mm-hmm. out, which, by the way, terrible title. Okay. What makes it terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when we would talk about the titles. The titles are all over the place in this <laughs> franchise. The titles are a little ridiculous um, because there's no consistency. And we'll talk about that probably several times as we get into like four and five and six and seven and eight. They're like, they don't make any damn sense. Uh, but yeah, too fast, too furious is like <laughs> too fa- What too makes obvious. it so terrible is the number two. Yeah, that they use. And I just every time I'm like, God, this is just this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I had no desire to see it. I had some friends who were adamant about watching it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you got to come and see it with us. You just come hang out. We're going to go and see it. And I had told these friends, I will only watch this movie if you pay for my ticket. Mm-hmm. And so they did. <laughs> and I remember being in the theater watching this movie and instantly just being like, oh, my God. Yeah. This might be one of the worst movies I've ever watched. <laughs> And I have maintained that opinion. Mm -hmm. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this movie's just, (laughs) it's a bad movie. Yeah. (laughs) There are like weird, really weird things about it. Like it's not, especially like that opening race and a couple of the races in the movie. There are some of the weirdest camera movements like, impossible camera movements that make no sense and they're kind of confusing and distracting honestly yeah and that that's definitely a big part of it for me as well i'm like i i I, this is going off the rails already so there was a big immediately what kind of threw me off from it is that opening race scene where brian has been kind of built up as like the badass racer he's like become mm-hmm. the new dominic toretto but down in miami yeah and no offense to paul walker <laughs> but no <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to believe that it, i i can suspend a ton of belief yeah 
a ton of belief. Yeah. The Buster as like <laughs> the Dominic Toretto of Miami. Mm-hmm. No, there is zero <laughs> intimidation factor mm-hmm. from Brian. Mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah, yeah, he can drive fast. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different thing to believe that he's a good driver. I do kind of buy that he's a good driver, but there's not right. the intimidation factor where as soon as he pulls up, everybody's like, oh, no, Brian's here. <laughs> right. Like, his confidence level is just... Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're still smiling like a jackass. <laughs> yeah. You're not that... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's you're too. Gonna show up and scare people. He smiles too like much. That. He's he is such a nice face because he smiles too much. You can't be intimidating if you do that. Right, right. Yeah. Whereas, like the first time you meet Dominic Toretto, yeah, he gets out of the car and immediately you're like, oh yep. shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, don't mess with that guy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That dude's got a reputation. You can. You know it yeah. before he even talks. I would say he wears it on his sleeves, but he doesn't wear sleeves. So. But he doesn't wear sleeves. He's kind of, he might be allergic Pretty much to the entire fabric. franchise. Yeah. He does wear like a white t-shirt a couple times. Yeah. But then the black uh, tank top shows up <laughs> and you're like, yeah, there's the look. Yeah. The dude has worn the exact same clothes, eight going on nine movies in a if, row. If it works, don't change it. That's what I say. True. <laughs> I think it's funny watching the second one. I don't think the second one is that terrible, but it's it's it's. I was obviously having a good time watching it. Like I was just in the mood to watch all these movies and watch ridiculous, exciting movies, and so I probably gave it a lot of leeway. I think it. I like Tyrese as Roman, and I like uh, Ludacris as Tej. I just. And I, I, I like Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes showing up as this like new undercover cop. She's kind of the new Brian, I guess, if they're doing the same story. When you watched it... Okay, but see, when I saw it in the theater, when I came out, I was in no mood to watch it. Yeah, I could totally see that. I live in the benefit of hindsight where I kind of know where it's going. And now I'm like... Mm-hmm interested in it from a historical perspective in a weird way where i'm like i want to see what happened to brian after the first one how uh roman gets introduced and tej and all these people so although i think too fast too furious is one of the weaker installments uh Mm -hmm. i don't hate it as much as i did the first few times that i watched it but that's because this franchise has become kind of a guilty pleasure of mine yeah which i'm sure some of my other friends, old co-workers, <laughs> if or when they hear me say that, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to get <laughs> blasted for how much crap I used to talk about this franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won you over. It, it, it's just, it did for me, not, not to the same extent or level, but it did for me of that like reminder of... It's literally just ridiculous action. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a couple <laughs> movie in a few movies. Um, yeah. Sticking with Too Fast, Too Furious. It felt like you get the impression from the first movie mm-hmm. that Dominic Toretto is the central character. Yeah. Even at the end when he drives away, 
it's still like, no, this is his story. It's his family. Right. Who he brings in. I think that's what throws me off so much about the second one. Mm hmm. Is he's not even like he has a quick mention in it, but not by name. It's like, yeah, is that why you left that or let that guy go back in California? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So I think that's what really threw me off and still kind of does every time I watch it Mm -hmm. because it's still very like, yeah, it's kind of fun seeing what Brian's doing. But yeah, I assumed he wouldn't be on the force. (laughs) <laughs> anymore but he is <laughs> yeah it it definitely feels very different i i agree i think not having anything about it barely touches what the first one did it maybe even could be considered a spin-off even yeah but you kind of have to be introduced to roman and tej because yeah. although i'm not a huge fan of roman Mm-hmm. He's like an important character to the yeah family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the earlier ones for sure. He's he's on the team, so mm-hmm. he's a big guy. I uh, was going to mention uh Eva Mendez. I they seem like they kind of try to do the same thing as the first one where now she's the undercover cop and you're trying to figure out if she'll get discovered or not. Yeah. But you also I guess I don't. I'd never felt at any point that she w- might have joined the bad guys and wasn't undercover. But they seem to, through the dialogue, allude to that being a possibility. That I should be concerned about that. But you're never concerned about that. I don't think I was. No. Um, her character's also, I feel, odd because Ava Mendez was kind of becoming a name back yeah. then. Yeah, this is right before Hitch. Yeah, like, and then she shows, I mean, she's a prominent character in the second movie. Mm -hmm. You find out, you know, when it all is said and done, like, yeah, I'm a DEA? No. I don't think so. I thought... Oh, what agency was she with? I thought FBI. Was she FBI? Because I thought that the guy that brings Brian in worked for the FBI and that's how he ends up in the FBI in the fourth one. That might be it. No, she has a weird profession. It's not FBI, but it's like a, it's one of the branches. Okay. Anyways, another alphabet (laughs) letters. (laughs) Uh, I kind of had always expected after that second one, like, Oh, so she'll be reoccurring. Mm -hmm. She's a bigger name. Yeah. They kind of built her character up to be like central to Brian. Mm hmm. And then she's never seen from her from yeah. nothing again. Yeah. It's it's she I think had a better shot at being a th- main character throughout the series than Gal Gadot at the time that Gal Gadot joins. Right. She becomes like a main character but she just kind of isn't I don't think as well known at the time and it's just kind of weird how she stayed and Eva Mendes didn't. Yeah. I Which mean, I don't hate, but it's just interesting. Right, right. It just, that that also throws me off a lot when it comes to this franchise of like, it's Eva Mendes. Right. In a like full supporting role, mm-hmm. and then you never even mention her again. She never shows up again, but I kind of would have expected her to 
make an appearance with some of the shenanigans this team gets into. Right. (laughs) They seem to have a role for everybody, so I feel like she could totally have done that. Right. She could have learned how to drive cars really fast through cities and bridges. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the second movie is interesting because you can obviously tell they're still trying to figure out what the franchise will be. It just kind of it, yeah, it, follows Brian on a solo adventure, but it kind of feels like they're trying to figure out not maybe not necessarily what the franchise should or will be, but if it warrants yeah the franchise yeah if we're going to do a franchise is this what it is <laughs> or uh, yeah. should it be something <laughs> like, else <laughs> uh yeah I just I've never been the biggest fan of it mm-hmm. um. It just the second one doesn't do mm-hmm. like anything for me. Yeah, it just really doesn't. I think the second and the third movie fall into that category the most, where it's like this is so different than where we started, and yeah. and then after the third one is when they kind of getting start getting onto back on track, something that makes sense yeah. to viewers that are like, yeah, this is what I thought you should do or would do. Which I don't have really anything else to say about the second one i don't know if you do no we can start on the third one okay the third one <laughs> tokyo drift yep okay <laughs> it's even more what you said about the second one where it's now you don't have anybody you know in it you don't have At it all. doesn't follow dumb and it also so now it doesn't follow Brian. And so you're like, okay, is this just a movie about cars and you can put any actor in it that you want? <laughs> right. <laughs> Including uh, Zachary Ty Brian from Home Improvement. <laughs> who's still playing a high schooler even yeah. though Home Improvement had ended. It's basically a sequel to Home Improvement. <laughs> had had brad taylor really gone off the rails <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> i remember i was adamant about so after i saw the second one i was like if they make any more i'm never watching these movies mm-hmm. it's just not happening <laughs> and then tokyo drift comes out and hollywood says guess and- what <laughs> <laughs> right i refuse to watch tokyo drift for the longest time in fact i will i'm going to be in movie reveal from me okay i did not see the full franchise of fast and the furious Mm -hmm. until last year okay wow that's crazy so right (laughs) hobbs and shaw was coming out Mm -hmm. and i went and saw hobbs and shaw Mm -hmm. or not last year sorry 2019 2019 was when i first saw it well we jumped years we went from 2019 to 2021 yeah we skipped 2020 (laughs) that just didn't happen yeah screw that year uh (laughs) i saw hobbs and shaw if you've listened to the the movies we wish we got sequels from we talk about that yeah i was a fan of that and then i was like i kind of can't help but feel like i should gain some context for some of the lines or some of the yeah uh chemistry between those two Mm mm-hmm and then I was like, I was still kind of curious about how they handled Paul Walker's death during the seventh movie. Yeah. And kind of his, I knew they had made like a tribute to him at the end. Mm-hmm. 
I had never seen it. But, it, it, like, there were these little things starting to kind of pick at me. Mm-hmm. Of like, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. You should just sit down and watch the franchise. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. I'm going to sit down and watch all eight movies. Mm-hmm. Watched the first one. was like, man, this made me feel like a kid again. Yeah. Like that weird transition, middle school, high school age, mm-hmm. which is kind of how the movie feels. For sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Still hated the second one. And then I watched Tokyo Drift. And I remember when this movie had come out, <laughs> I had a few friends who were like, no, the second one sucked. This movie's legitimately good. It's got some good drama. Like, it's well made. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I had heard that from a lot of people. Okay. And then I watched Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I haven't heard that from anybody like, ever. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what? am i watching Mm -hmm. i have seen some horrendous acting before Mm -hmm. but i don't even know the actor's name the guy that plays the the lead character i think it's lucas black plays sean boswell okay well the character of sean boswell yeah one at no point did i ever feel like he was an actual high schooler no (laughs) like like, it's kind of obvious you're an older dude playing a teenager, and it's a little weird right now because yeah. you're hitting on a teenage girl. I honestly thought this was about college people <laughs> until until uh, I looked at, like, the credits, and it was like, oh, this guy plays a high school security guard. I was like, these guys are in high school? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, oh, it's weird. Yeah. I thought it was, like, in uh, college, and he had not graduated. He's, like, a sixth-year senior in college. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Tokyo Drift is so ridiculous to me, mm-hmm. and not in a fun way. I just... <laughs> I cannot... I, I can't stand that movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I felt that... If it wasn't for the character of Han, yeah. I would completely omit it. I felt that way for the <laughs> longest time. Um, but I didn't really remember too much about the later movies. And then the more I watched it this week, the more I was like, Tokyo Drift is really important because they keep kind of leading up to it because they reintroduce Han, obviously. (laughs) There's a lot of hint. And they're like, hey, Han, are you going to Tokyo? And he's like, not yet, because, you know, as soon as he does, he dies. And so, (laughs) right. (laughs) uh, Yeah, the timeline is kind of confusing on that. But I, I feel like it... It's a weird one to have done for the third movie, but I th- yeah. I think that it it weirdly also they do a weird job like a, an extra extra sensitive or extra effort to tie it back in later on <laughs> by by making sure Dominic Toretto shows up mm-hmm. as what I took a fun cameo yeah. Uh, yeah, at the time I to took me, it as this is not really related, but hey, here's this guy that you remember as a ca- yeah, definitely just a cameo. And now you're like, yeah. oh no, this is very important. Dom goes to Tokyo to find Han, and now this is like a whole thing. <laughs> and, and and then you're like, is the series gonna take place in Tokyo from here on out? <laughs> Are they gonna make another one, or was this like? Mm. An obvious from the studio, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we're just let's cut the cut the cord. This one now. felt even more like a spinoff. I'm like, okay, these are just random spinoff movies about cars 
that don't have any actual relationship at this point is what I was honestly thinking. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that one. Yeah, I, I, I still don't like Tokyo Drift. If, like I said earlier, if it wasn't for the character of Han, mm-hmm. who's kind of important for the next three. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah, because he's... Is he in the seventh one? We'll get yeah. to it. Anyways. Because <laughs> yeah. that's when the, the franchise decided not to be a linear timeline. Right. They were like, here's Tokyo Drift. Han dies. Dom shows up. Here's Fast Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're like a few years before Tokyo Drift, but with better technology. It's yeah. weird. I- <laughs> yeah, as soon as Four came out, they were like, okay, this is all happening before Tokyo Drift. And then you're like, okay, so how long is this going to happen before Tokyo Drift? How many movies are we going to do before Tokyo Drift? It's kind of weird. Right. Which to me, I've always taken as a... Uh, a desperate attempt to make Tokyo Drift very, very relevant to the whole series. Yeah. They've definitely like <laughs> done that. They've in in like interweaved it into the story pretty pretty perfectly. Like, it's important, <laughs> yeah. damn it! You must watch. They're the very one. adamant about it. But yeah, I agree. it's totally. I agree. It's super weird to not have a, a movie that you assume is in a franchise, but not have Paul Walker or Vin Diesel in it. I think it's after this movie kind of bombed. I assume it bombed. My perception of culture is that people think it bombed. Um, I think that Universal must have realized people weren't watching these movies for the car culture, really. Like, some people are. I'm sure there's a niche of people that do. But most people weren't. They were just like, this is just a cool action movie. And so the deeper they went into tuner car culture, which is very much what Tokyo Drift is the less people cared about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it's very obvious, like the drifting race style. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's kind of cool. All the, like I do like, I know? do like going back to exactly what we said a minute ago, which is racing in a straight line for a quarter mile is not that interesting. It's kind of boring. This, I think does a, a better job of being interesting as far as the races go. And, yeah, because they change yeah. up. But it's still... I don't know. I just... I, not for me. I like the drifting stuff during huge car chases. Yeah. More of a... That's of fun. A skill for an, a larger goal as opposed to just, just drifting. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so... The scene currently playing is when the whole team is trying to get Dom mm-hmm. in the middle of Infast New York. Infast 8. So my daughter's uh-huh. watching it. And all I hear is, woo! <laughs> She's having a good time. <laughs> that was awesome. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. she. You could tell the, the crazy car action yeah. sequences. Um. I don't have anything else about Tokyo Drift. I it's <laughs> spoiler alert, it's my least favorite out of the eight. <laughs> yeah. I I do find it interesting how there's a big element of fantasy kind of to these movies where 
nobody explains how anybody's able to afford these cars or all of the aftermarket parts. It's incredibly expensive, but random people, everybody's able to afford these things. Maybe they're in massive amounts of debt. I don't know. But it's it's kind of a fantasy like Barbie doll shopping for cars kind of in a way, you know? <laughs> uh of the whole franchise, there is only one scene where you see a character actually pay mm-hmm. for car parts, and that's in the first Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. I think the character is uh, yeah. Hector or something yep. like that. He pulls out a wad of like three thousand mm-hmm. dollars and hands it. And over. that's like part of that's like a plot point <laughs> where they're like, "How can you afford to pay for this? You must be stealing all these uh, DVD players, uh, all these parts, or you must be doing yeah. something." Yeah. It's the only scene in the entire franchise where you see an actual transaction happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think bringing up the element of fantasy mm-hmm. is kind of a great way to segue into the yeah. fourth one. If you're Let's all right do it. with that. Uh, Fast and the Furious. It's 4, called Fast and Furious is, with an ampersand. Right. It's just. Fast they should and have furious. called it Fast and Furious. Honestly, murder you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that was, dude. That was <laughs> Did I derail the whole <laughs> thought? That you had? was bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, just throw an O in there. It does the. It does the work for you. I'm kind of shocked they didn't, but. Yeah. It's as good as Fate of the Furious. You you brought it up earlier where the fourth one was the studio kind of being like, we can still make something out of this. Let's right. salvage something. Let's reboot, but not actually reboot. We're just going to kind of, well, reset. Course Recalibrate. Correct. Yeah. Get kind of back on track. So you get... You get kind of the same feeling of like the car races mm-hmm. from the first one again. But then all of a sudden it's like, we're not just racing cars mm-hmm. now. And <laughs> <laughs> now there's a whole mission. Yeah. The fourth one to me. So the first time when I sat down and watched the whole thing. Yeah. Watching the fourth one, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like I felt that little bit of me of me like now I'm getting into this fran- like yeah. if the movies continue like this mm-hmm. I'm probably going to enjoy this franchise it's kind of where the series starts figuring out what it is yeah yeah and the they do a great job of starting to lean into the ridiculousness which I think was a smart play yeah to be like we're going into crazy action and it's gonna involve cars and you're gonna see some stuff yeah you haven't seen cars do (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yeah it's 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 it feels familiar to if you like the first one and didn't care about the second one or know anything about the third one the f- jumping straight from one to four feels good because it's familiar. It does. You have Dom, you have Letty, 
Uh, it's good if you've seen the third one because Han is back, or he's alive, and you're like, "How are you alive?" He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> that first time I watched it, I was very like, "Cause you don't know it's supposed to be mm-hmm. before." Yeah, you're just kind of like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> that dude died. He blew up. Yeah, they never <laughs> really like... say when the third one happens. All you know is Dom shows up at the end. And now, now Dom and Han are together. And I guess in the third one, Dom calls Han family. And so that's yeah. a big deal, obviously. But yeah, in the, in the fourth one, Fast and Furious, which I'm going to forever call it that. <laughs> just so bad. <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, I don't know, it just feels good and it starts feeling familiar is kind of the main takeaway I had from it. Yeah, it, it felt familiar, but it felt more fun yeah like that was kind of what clicked into me was this feels like a fun action movie and then i felt like kind of an ass for all the crap that i had talked about (laughs) all of these movies Mm because then i started thinking about like all the trailers and being like oh man i'm probably gonna see like when i watch the next one i'm probably gonna be really excited to watch Mm -hmm. that scene and i'll probably laugh out loud (laughs) as they pull it off yeah and sure enough, I have on every ridiculous action scene. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Franchise does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it does it does kind of awesome action things. Obviously, Vin Diesel is jacked and he's got like big muscles and stuff. He, there's a there's a part where he's like interrogating a guy and he like drops the like the, the hoist of the that's holding an engine and but, <laughs> and but catches right yeah right before his scrush <laughs> squishes this guy's head he grabs the chain with his massive biceps and uh i'm like that engine is heavy as crap how are you possibly doing it <laughs> he's just holding it there yeah it's pretty cool yeah this is the one where uh they had kind of done something surprising to me where like they killed Letty off. Yeah, this is the right out of the game. Definitely reminded, remembered as the one where Letty dies. Yeah, and you find out like this one did a much better job with all the kind of um, crime aspect mm-hmm. than the first one did, where they they handled like well, we had Letty a part of she was kind of being an informant working for this other dude yeah they bring up like the the kind of drug boss guy that the second one tried to do but kind of failed miserably at yeah there's a Uh, there's a there's a kingpin like guy in mexico and letty was driving drugs across the border as like a big driver but then she's also secretly working with uh, brian as like an informant because she's trying to she's trying to get dom's name cleared basically Right. A lot of like, oh, this is, I mean, it's kind of a convoluted storyline the farther you get into it. Mm -hmm. But it was nice to see, okay, they got some people that sat down and thought, where where could we and where should we start taking this? You know, we've got Toretto's on the run. Mm -hmm. He's staying in Mexico where there's no extradition. So he's, or Rio, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's opens in Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah. And uh, it was just kind of like, 
it felt refreshing but familiar. It was very odd but very fun. Yeah. And I remember just kind of being like, all right. And then the whole car chase in the cave. Mm-hmm. It, it is fantastic. Because I'm like, no one can drive that confidently. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that fast in that tight of a space. No way. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of. But it was nice. It's kind of like a. Sorry, go It's ahead. kind of a soft reboot where they, they redo or reconnect parts of the first one. They're like. I know we haven't talked about this in three movies, but remember how Brian had the hots for Mia? And so he, like, shows up. So Brian's not in the crew. He's, like, an FBI guy. He's outside again. He's a cop again. And he's outside the crew. And then he kind of sees Mia at Letty's funeral. And he's like, oh, remember how they were cute? Forget (laughs) Eva Mendes. Forget how he kind of had a thing for Eva Mendes. Remember how he had a thing for Mia. Yeah, and then they really dive into the aspect of the family yeah. mentality, you know. And would would someone who you considered part of your crew or part of your family who you felt betrayed by, mm-hmm. would you be able to accept him back? Obviously, it doesn't go that deep. It's pretty. It's pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's. I feel like there's a lot of plot to these movies, but it's also the plot's actually rather thin and i think it's smart to make it thinner i think they get better as the plot gets thinner where it's we just need these basic things to move the story forward and there will be awesome action set pieces when you get to each <laughs> of those places huge action set pieces and not only are they gonna do huge action set pieces but <laughs> <laughs> they get big name people yeah. to start showing up which was like, mm-hmm. this is great. I mean, not in the fourth one, but... Well, Gal Gadot, is, uh, her first one is the fourth one. Gal Gadot shows up, but that was... It's pre-Wonder Woman, yeah. so no one knows who she is at this yeah. point. It's, she's definitely bigger <laughs> now, for sure. But I mean, I'm still baffled. Helen Mirren? <laughs> You're getting That's ahead of yourself. I am, but it's just you can't... It, Helen Mirren <laughs> is part of the Fast Saga, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah, and it's so fun. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth one, I feel like, is where you definitely see technology start advancing more. That's where they have like a yeah. whole sequence based on GPS navigation, and and they have like all this CGI stuff about GPS. It's kind of funny. Yeah, the fourth one, it it does feel like kind of a reboot mm-hmm. but a smart reboot because they just kind of it, it does feel like the actual sequel to that first movie yeah. it, it does for the first time you feel like mm-hmm. oh, okay <laughs> i still can't omit two and three because there's a couple characters that are yeah. like here but you kind of could omit them if you want. yeah they were more like <laughs> just odd. backstory or connecting pieces this is actually the continuation of the real story that they're trying to do yeah yeah it it felt good it's refreshing it's fun the action starts getting so much like (laughs) oh man we're not just driving cars fast like Mm -hmm. we're getting interesting (laughs) like the cave chase the crashes get bigger yeah (laughs) crashes are great honestly (laughs) <laughs> how do you how do you feel about um gal Gadot's character giselle 
when she's introduced to this, she kind of is attracted to Dominic Toretto, like has the hots for him. I felt like that's kind of weird. Um, It doesn't feel right, and I'm really glad that they never actually tried to pursue yeah. it. Uh, especially in like that fourth one, right after Letty is dead, mm-hmm. and Letty was like Dom's. Whoops, love. Right. Uh, I'm I'm glad that they never really went for it. I'm glad that he kind of kept it where she seemed more interested than he is, mm-hmm. but he's kind of curious about it. Yeah, but... I did like how he played it, where he obviously loved Letty and and isn't going to move on from that anytime soon. It's going to be a, a long time yeah. before he's ready to do that. So I, I appreciated that. Which, it does take him a little yeah. bit to even consider moving yeah. on. Uh, yeah, I don't... Her character is always kind of weird to me, though, mm-hmm. because she's like the the hot middleman. Like, she's kind of like the mm-hmm. messenger for Braga. Yeah. And kind of like, I'm trying to find drivers, which is the common thing in the next couple movies of we just need drivers yeah. to do I mean, this. that's exactly what Eva Mendez's job was in the second one, really. It, right, right. <laughs> but it took me a while to even realize what her character name was because yeah. they never really even <laughs> mention it. They don't... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> I like, figured it out until the character handling so one or weird. two movies later, and I was like, "Oh, your name's Giselle." Apparently, um, the fourth one, although felt like the the big reboot, I always get it kind of. I don't remember it the best yeah. out of all of them. <laughs> right. Uh, but this one also had the like. I do remember the very end where they finally made like a conscious decision. What are we going to do with Brian? Like what, what's, what's Brian's full role in all of this? You know, what started off as undercover. Where does he actually go Mm. from here? He can't Uh, continue to just be a cop that they struggle with this one guy that (laughs) is a good driver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dom finally gets arrested Mm. and you're like, well, that could be mm-hmm. it. And then, of course, it's not. Because then you see Brian leading the pack to go and rescue. And you're like, oh, <laughs> dang. And then <laughs> the cliffhanger yeah. ending. And we go into where my opinion mm-hmm. is. When the fifth one kicks yeah. off, that's where the movies become very exciting yep. to me. I feel they hit a great stride. I feel the embrace of the ridiculous, let's just do 80s, 90s style action Mm -hmm. that happens to involve some cars. Uh, Don't put too much thought into it. We're just having fun with the action. The fifth one to me is the one that does Mm -hmm. it. And to me, I don't know if it's true or not, but I give so much credit to Dwayne Johnson for that kind of shift. (laughs) So, so yeah, what I was alluding to earlier that I thought you would either agree with, or at least be excited for me to say the introduction Mm -hmm. of Lucas Hobbs by Dwayne Johnson made this franchise like, yep, 
I'm sold. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I don't know if he directly was <laughs> involved in that like official shift and official yeah. decision to just embrace the ridiculous action, but I mm-hmm. kind of can't help but feel that he was considering how he approached Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. how he's like always been. No, no, no. When it comes to this stuff, you need to just have fun with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's definitely fast five is the one that stands out to me as, okay, I'm definitely yep. in. This is definitely good now. It's cool. And, and I, I, a big part of that is having Dwayne Johnson play Hobbs. Um, but I think, yeah, the overall just feel and tone and focus on action is certainly what makes it great yeah and (laughs) of course is it just me Mm -hmm. or does uh hobbs lose his accent between five and six hobbs has an accent (laughs) yes (laughs) in the fifth one there's i don't know if it's an actual accent or if he just how he phrases like Mm -hmm. some bitch or it is, I guess, it. yeah, there is kind of a <laughs> s- southern boy kind of nest to him. Right. And then it's completely gone yeah. <laughs> in all the other installments. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they that was like on the page written that way that he was like supposed to be doing that. And then they're Maybe. like, no, just be the rock. That's all people want. <laughs> but right. But watching him like as that character where he's the manhunter. Yeah. Dude, I would not want that dude coming after me. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an absolutely great force to have working against the team. He's much better as the the long arm of the law than Brian was. It's much better that they've crossed Brian over. Now he's in the crew as a driver. That's what he's good at. And now yeah. we have this huge, intimidating giant of a man hunting them. Uh, <laughs> that works really well. Just so abrasive, so upfront. Yeah, could not care less. <laughs> about, like, no, I will beat you down. This will happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It carries the biggest, biggest guns. <laughs> ever <laughs> yeah even his pistols this gigantic revolver it's like an old west style his like, revolver he's like a wider type of guy <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool but yeah watching that whole like the manhunt and then how hobbs kind of is forced to like work with the team mm-hmm. although he's knowing I got to arrest you guys when this is over, but yeah, that dude's worse than you. So we'll work on taking him down first. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's focused on realizes that they are against this cartel guy, some big drug kingpin. Um, and he's like, Oh, you're against him. I guess enemy in my enemy kind of situation. Yeah. And, but yeah, yeah it, it's definitely interesting. And then um, his like, not partner, but I guess the translator he gets from the, who's local there, Elena, she actually becomes a big deal in the series. Yeah. I, I've always felt her character had some weird handling Mm -hmm. later on. And I trying to find production notes was kind of weird to try and figure out like 
why Letty came back or like yeah what of course I'm jumping ahead again I'm sorry <laughs> but uh, Elena gets kind of I've I've kind of felt bad for her character yeah I've always wondered <laughs> that too if the reason Letty got killed off in four is because there was some sort of contractual issue or scheduling thing or Michelle Rodriguez was like I don't want to do it or I don't know what the story is but it definitely seems like they were trying to cut that part of Dom's life off and then give yep. Dom a new path and then yeah and then getting ahead of yourself let it comes back so it's like oh, <laughs> right and you're like I oh guess... my god this is the most awkward triangle of all time <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> well, for sure uh, you know what's not awkward though I really like in Fast Five how uh, Gal Gadot's character Giselle gets with Han like Han has a crush on her they've officially yeah I think that's really cute kind of the way they do that it was cute and it, it was kind of it felt much better than the fourth one where she's like trying to uh, she's she is like a thing for Dom and you're like no 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 too soon don't like that yeah don't do it don't do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah her and han the characters work well together mm-hmm. they just they're there's a nice like simplicity mm-hmm. to them which i kind of felt in these movies was very nice to see something just so like uh yeah they're they're together yeah moving on <laughs> like oh yeah okay you're gone again what are you serious? Yeah, we dude. didn't even get six and a half minutes in. I know. Hold on, let me just close all of Chrome, maybe. Um, oh. <laughs> but I do like how Fast Five is basically a heist film. That's kind of the main yeah point of it, and that's I like the mission of it. Like you mentioned, they all start having missions, and I like I like the mission in Fast Five. I think it's really interesting how they do the heist. They plan the heist. All those steps are interesting. And then, of course, the main action set piece of dragging the safe through the streets with the cars is one of the most memorable (laughs) moments of the whole franchise for me. (laughs) Because that, that moment is when you, as the viewer, you have to just be like, yeah, okay. So this is, <laughs> here's the official mm-hmm. direction. Their cars are supercars right. and physics <laughs> is no longer who, a Who thing. needs physics? <laughs> who needs <laughs> physics? <laughs> yeah, it's it's much more fun living in an like, action movie without having to worry about that kind of stuff. So I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, the uh, the whole heist aspect of it is a lot of fun. The mm-hmm. planning it, it felt like now they're being assembled to mm-hmm. do missions and they're trying to... Everybody you know, kind of has a role, like an assigned role. You're this guy, you're this lady. Yeah, it felt good for this franchise. And oddly, it kind of made yeah. sense. Yeah, it's now kind of like Mission really Impossible does. with action cars and other stuff you know <laughs> which it, yeah without super uh detailed mission or mm-hmm. crazy single human stunt now it's wait till you see what we do with the cars in this one which becomes kind of what you go watch the fast right. movies for is what <laughs> ridiculous car stunt are you yeah. gonna do now <laughs> yeah absolutely 
<laughs> I do have one complaint about Fast Five, though. The yeah, it should be the most awesome part of the movie, and that's the fight between Dom and Hobbs. Vin Diesel and Dwayne yep. Johnson are these two giant dudes. They have this big fight scene, but I really don't like how it's shot, how it's edited, how it's lit. Like I don't know what is going on most of the time. And it's frustrating because I really want to see these guys duke it out like in daylight, basically. Well, so as much as I love the introduction of Dwayne Johnson into this franchise, which he yeah. fits like <laughs> a glove, he <laughs> like he might make the most sense to have in yeah. these movies than ninety percent right. of the cast. I <laughs> oh, for sure. But I kind of can't help but feel like the whole famous uh animosity between him and uh mm-hmm. Vin Diesel probably started with number five because this is Vin yeah. Diesel's vehicle. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Or pun intended. Uh Dwayne Johnson was invited along for the ride, but Johnson is famous for like he's got a control style like he expects his sets to be ran mm-hmm. certain ways he's very business oriented mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel ha- is the same way but in a different right. you know other yeah. side of the coin of that and I know they've famously been button heads for pretty much since he got introduced so their big fight as excited as mm-hmm. it should be some of it makes me wonder because we're like some of Rock's famous moves or I'm sorry, no offense to Vin yeah. Diesel, but it's right. Dwayne Johnson. His bicep is the size of a right. human being. You're not going to beat him in a fist <laughs> <right>. cup fight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're just, mm-hmm. you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Unless you are the exact same mm-hmm. size as him, you're not. It's not yeah. happening. I, I'll believe you doing all the crazy <laughs> dragging the safe through the entire city. Yeah, <laughs> and fling it, slingshotting it around, and all that. Totally believe in all that. You beating Dwayne yeah. Johnson in a hand-to-hand combat? Not likely. <laughs> not likely but i do agree with you yeah. it's shot weird it kind of looks weird and part of me is wondering if there was some disagreement on how that fight scene yeah. should have gone between a mm-hmm. handful of people and they just kind of were like yeah let's just do this it's it's interesting <laughs> to hear you say that i didn't really know any of that stuff really it could be I'm just speculating. This is completely speculation, but it could be that, yeah, All we don't. Stuff we're not involved in anything. We we're not important. Um, <laughs> yeah. It could be that they had some disagreement, or someone said they didn't want to do it, and so then they had to use like doubles, and they had to like light it weird or edit it weird because they, they were using stunt doubles instead of the actual guys. So I don't know. Could be a lot of things, but yeah, there could there could be a handful of things, or it could just be simply. They felt like trying to give a, a fresh look yeah. to a fight scene and it just didn't mm-hmm. turn out as well as it should have turned out. Because, yeah, I mean, you see these mm-hmm. two big brutes 
And you're like, well, they got to yeah. punch each other. And they got to... It's got to yeah. be like eight. Yeah, there five. are... That is a pretty common Hollywood action thing to do. These kinds of terrible fights. Uh, the Bourne series does it. Marvel movies do it to an extent. So it could just be... They thought it was cool. Or they thought it would be look good. But I don't like it. So that's all it comes <laughs> yeah. down to. <laughs> yeah it could it could i i don't have it, it's kind of funny to me because i really don't have real mm-hmm. complaints about the franchise from the fifth yeah. one on i really don't i mean there's a couple little like nitpicky mm-hmm. things like it will never <laughs> be believable to me that these guys will beat yeah. Dwayne Johnson in a fight. Uh, it won't ever be believable to me that Vin Diesel could right. beat Jason I was going to say, if you don't believe Vin fight. Diesel could, you're definitely not going to believe that Jason Statham can. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. not believing the Statham one at all. But they're nitpicky things, and you, you kind yeah. of have to accept, like, Dominic Toretto is the right. hero of the entire franchise, He's not he's not yep. gonna lose really any yeah. fight yeah. period ever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh well we brought up Statham, so we <laughs> might as well <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I I like how these movies start rolling into each other. Like we've gotten after two and three, which are so weirdly abrupt or different, now they're just like four Four, yeah. Five starts where four ended. Six starts where five ended. It's like we're on a roll now, and I like how it does that. There, there's some good flow to it, and you start getting real yeah. villains that are generic, but mm-hmm. pretty much every movie villain tends to be yeah. fairly generic, especially in a big <laughs> yeah. action set piece. Uh, but Luke Evans shows up as right. Owen Shaw in the sixth one. And this is where, like, this is where things kind of get a little odd, where now Dominic Toretto's team is, like, being called into action Mm -hmm. officially. Hey, help me uh, track this guy down, take him down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're, like, they have, like, a particular set of skills. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You almost expect Liam Neeson to do the voiceover for it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh crap i got out of imdb and i gotta get back into it but i lost my it's also this the names of these movies don't make any sense is the problem so fast and furious six you're like okay that that makes sense to me it's you feel like it it went from fast and furious to fast five to fast and furious six let's just stick with numbers fast and furious seven should be next but it's not <laughs> But yeah, Fast, Fast and Furious <laughs> 6 is like the most normally named one to me. Right. But this is also the one where the oddity in the triangle shows yeah. up. Uh, where the out of the blue decision to be like, mm-hmm. you thought Letty was dead. <laughs> JK. I've, I'm pretty sure I remember that being in the trailer, though. Like, it... it it was, yeah. So it wasn't I feel like, like a big reveal. That would have been a cool reveal to have, but everybody knows. Oh no, Letty's back now, 
and they just gave it away at the very beginning. Right. But not only is she back, but she's working for the bad guys now. Yeah. She's back and she's bad, and we don't know why until you find out that she lost her memory. And uh, and the whole crew is yeah, like trying, trying to, to get her back. Fight her, but get her mm-hmm. back. Dom's convinced that he'll he'll be able to bring her back into the family. But that's when the oddity with the writing with the character of Elena comes into play. Yeah. Because her and Dom are like a full-fledged item now. Right. Like, yeah, they're big. They're big time together. Like yeah, together, like they are together. in love with each other, yeah. and then Letty shows up, and Elena's like, "You gotta go after her." Mm-hmm. In no world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I mean, we're jumping to the end, but I do like, I guess, how it ends. Where I thought I feel like the love triangle could have gotten even more weird, but. Yeah. It's actually kind of sweet the way it ends, where Elena kind of bows out. She knows Letty's Dom's love, like his real love, his first love, his forever love. And so Elena's nice. She's a nice lady who kind of just bows out. It's like, hey, it's cool. I loved him, but you loved him first or whatever. And uh, and Letty's nice to her, too. She's like, hey, I appreciate you taking care of him and all that stuff. <laughs> right. So it, thanks for looking yeah. after the dude while I was. Yeah. And by that, Alzheimer's. she means boning him. Thanks, <laughs> right. Thanks for boning me. Taking my... care of business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, also speaking, taking care of business. It came out in Fast Five, but then you see the ramifications in Fast Six. Brian and Mia have a baby now. Yeah, and they so do. The, the this is where like family is like getting to be a legitimate thing. It's not just like people's eating around a table. It's like no, we have actual families that we're building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it feel even more weird that they're like going on missions and doing exciting <laughs> but, things. You and, got a baby now, dude. You can't be doing yeah. that. <laughs> I kind of get Brian doing it, but Mia does a lot of it also, and it's kind of well. Uh, it, it's funny. curious to me, and I would be very interested to hear conversations about maybe where the cast or writers thought things could go mm-hmm. with like Brian's character. If maybe at some point he was going to be kind of written out but like in a, a positive way of like yeah you're you're going to leave this whole life behind because now you have children now you have right the family to look after you know you don't need mm-hmm. to be a part of this anymore yeah uh it, i'm curious to know if that was ever on the table mm-hmm. especially when they decided well let's have brian and mia have a kid in this one yeah (laughs) i definitely could see that i could see it going that direction easily yeah the sixth one just it's got some fun moments in it again that they they start ramping up some of the action set pieces uh yeah the freaking coolest action piece in this one i think is when remember i always get like dom does this like dom does this like fucking superman dive off of the hood of a, he like surfs the hood of a car dives 
across a giant opening in the highway to catch Letty. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, he catches her in midair as she is also flying through the air at another, like, 90-degree angle. And he, like, grabs her and they land on a car. And it's pretty exciting and cool. This is the one with the freaking tank. Yes. <laughs> now we're getting... The best thing about, like... <laughs> so, st- starting around 5, they got into, like... Okay, enough tuner cars. Nobody cares. Let's get it to like cool, like all kinds of cool cars. Every kind of car you can think of. And also Jeeps and tanks and submarines, submarines. and airplanes. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever has wheels and an engine, <laughs> like, let's do it. You know what? If the word vehicle is associated with it, yeah, let's use it. I'm waiting yeah. for bicycles with like... <laughs> NOS attached to it, you know. Yeah, it has to be a big engine. It'd have to be a in- really interesting bicycle for sure. True, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for this one because they mm-hmm. showed like Letty comes back and they showed the tank, and I remember not having the context for Letty. Yeah, but you see a tank blow up out of the back of a truck, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And this is probably my favorite Roman moment. Yeah. Because he has that moment of like, it's a tank! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that might not be acting. That might be Tyrese Gibson <laughs> being like, no, that's my reaction to what we're doing <laughs> right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like... So, the sixth one is basically setting up Shaw's crew... And yep. Shaw, Shaw is this guy who it ties back to the fourth one, I guess, where uh, Brian goes back and talks to the bragger or whatever that guy that they arrest in the fourth one is. He gets information from him. But then I like all of the things with Shaw's crew where he has these like ramp cars that like they're like stunt, car stunt cars. Freaky. Yeah. <laughs> and they like can just like drive under any car and flip it over and. There's some cool things that they do in the in the tunnels with that, but then yep. at the end they do really cool things on the like the airplane runway with that also, and that's really <laughs> the cool. The longest runway in the history of runways. <laughs> yeah, that plane's going really fast for a really long time. I I saw a fun like little tidbit about that. The amount of space and time. Yeah, that runway would have to be at least eighteen miles for everything to happen <laughs> on it that happens in that movie. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that somebody did the math on that. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, six six becomes interesting because at this point, Han and Giselle have been together for a while. Yeah. Tokyo's been hinted at. Um. But you still find yourself kind of a little confused of like, but they're together, but she's not even mentioned mm-hmm. or seen in Tokyo. <laughs> this, so This was exactly the time when I realized I was watching this movie and I was like, wait, she's not in Tokyo Drift, which <laughs> means she must die at some point. Right. Like she's either going to die or yeah. she's going to leave for some unforeseen reason. Yeah. And it was about five minutes later that she died. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Well, that was quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad how she dies. I was like, no, I wasn't ready for you to go. 
Yeah, I thought the character of Owen Shaw, I thought he was a cool villain to bring up where mm-hmm. he's like very formidable with his driving skills, with him just yeah, the style of villain that he went for. He's playful. He's very confident. His planning, uh, especially. Yeah, I thought he was a cool villain to include into the franchise. Mm-hmm. And it was fun how they continued ish yeah. with that but uh i also like his like the members of his crew they're kind of like a bizarro version of yeah dom's crew where they're like well, they even bring that up yeah like it's like a whole this part is us guys <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny especially when they get to the point of like each person each member i guess kind of ends up fighting their counterpart of the in the opposite yeah. crew and you have Hobbs fighting like white Hobbs who's this <laughs> so who's this guy who's somehow bigger than Dwayne Johnson I don't know how that's possible but there's this massive jack guy who Dwayne Johnson obviously beats very handily it's pretty it's awesome I like the fights in this movie yeah the I really like a lot of the action I like that they ramp up the kind of sense of urgency for like Hobbs yeah. And for the for Don's crew in this one where they understand now they've got someone around who's like he doesn't really follow any kind of rule or code of conduct. He's a a full villain unlike what they've kind of encountered before. Now he's and it's a full crew of these villains. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But yeah, that car that he drives is such a it's like a jacked up rampy version of a uh like a formula one almost yeah very low to the ground how do you even try to drive that i have like i groan and creak getting out of my (laughs) own car which is like (laughs) you're obviously not an action superstar (laughs) right i would not do well with the stuff of getting out of the car my knees would just start cracking and yeah be like oh i guess i'm staying right here for the rest of time (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) uh the other i guess crazy thing that happens so dumb or not dumb hobbs has his like crew of cops or da or whatever special agency Mm -hmm. he belongs to um and one of them the main one that he's uh like having help him out She's like a super big badass. Um, uh, what's her name? Carano, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah, she's so, awesome. But then, like, double crosses him. Right, which ends up being kind of a weird character moment for me with Hobbs. Yeah, because he's so on top of everything. Mm-hmm. His knowledge is massive he's not really shocked by a whole lot yeah nothing really gets past him but he has a double agent on it like it's working directly with him i have always felt (laughs) it's it doesn't quite fit the character completely yeah i feel like he would have known prettier (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of one of those shocking moments just for shocking sake i guess where yeah shaw's like are you coming and you're like oh he's talking to letty and then she's like no obviously i'm not coming i'm with this crew now and then yeah gina crono's like he's not even talking to you he's talking to me ha 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 and you and everybody's like what 
and it's a big surprise. <laughs> exactly like that with the head and everything. Yeah, that was talking to me verbatim. Exactly what happened. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like watching the movie all over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you also like so Michelle Rodriguez has always been an actress that has had kind of the badass persona. Yeah. And you find like you keep seeing her behind the wheel of a car throughout these movies. I like watching her in fight scenes where she gets to actually throw down. Right. And it's kind of fun watching her. She does it with Gina Carano and she does it in the next installment. Yeah. With Ronda Rousey, but <laughs> Yeah, I think she's perfect for that. I'm glad they let her do it's that. It's kind of fun watching her get that do where she gets to be like Hey, I can drive car, you know, drive cars really well and crazy fast, mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna kick this chick's ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, she's perfect. It's kind of nice seeing her get to do that. I agree. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, we can get into Furious Seven. Uh, we haven't really yep. talked about how James Wan comes back to direct it, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, we kind of missed. We skipped over Justin Lin and James Wan. Yeah. They kind of became like the guys, the directors for this franchise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James Wan comes back to direct a non-horror film and he does Furious 7. Yeah. Which the title. So they're no longer fast. <laughs> right. They're just, just furious. furious. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't fit. I don't know what they're doing with these titles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. They're not they're not going to be furious for a while because then that's the fate of the furious next. You mean they're not going to be fast for yeah, a while? Not, yeah, they're not going to be fast for a while, obviously. Which is actually a lie. So number have. seven. They're like, we don't just need to be fast. I think that's in the eighth one. But yeah, number seven. Uh, I love the opening. This has... One of my favorite openings. I knew you were going to talk about that because I, I love, I love how these movies like follow each other. Obviously, and having seen Hobbs and Shaw, I was like, oh well, Shaw is Jason Statham, and then you watch the sixth one, and you're like, oh, Shaw is not Jason Statham. But then the opening <laughs> of Seven is so cool because you have Jason Statham in the hospital and he's talking to his brother, who is the Shaw from the sixth one, and he's like giving him this whole conversation about how I'm going to avenge you basically. And the way that it transitions to like him leaving. (laughs) And then you realize all of the like destruction that he caused to get in there to see his brother, but you didn't see it actually happen. You just see the aftermath. Yeah. I, I love the, the way the camera follows him through it. I love the aftermath mixed with a little bit of like he kind of cleans up a couple yeah. like cuz he there's a couple survivors that he's like, "Well, you got to die." Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that whole opening to me immediately I was like, "Oh shit. Yeah. Statham might be the best villain mm-hmm. and it's been one scene." Right. <laughs> His villain might be the one to just mm-hmm. He's going to do damage to the yeah, team. Yeah, they perfectly establish how formidable he is. Yeah, and unrelenting he right. is. And uh, So the seventh one, though, kind of has a funny moment to mm-hmm. 
And this was in like really getting into the height of the Dwayne Johnson, Vin Diesel feud mm-hmm. that everyone was starting to really learn about and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas Hobbs basically gets written out of mm-hmm. 90% of the movie. Yeah. And pretty early on. Yeah, he has a fight <laughs> with Shaw in the like police station and then at, like saves elena and like ends up in the hospital for almost the entire movie for almost the entire movie of course we'll get to it yeah but it's such a like schwarzenegger style (laughs) scene to Uh me that i love the comeback (laughs) yeah uh yeah the seventh one though i mean the statham is another character and actor like his character fits this franchise so mm-hmm. well and Statham fits the franchise equally as well as like Dwayne Johnson does where they right. just, why didn't we have these guys in the franchise earlier? They're just, right. yeah, they fit this world. They're ridiculous, huge action pieces. I love that Statham's martial arts, which he always includes, yeah. but I know, like, you're a big fan of the Transporter. He, he yeah. throws in some Transporter-style mm-hmm. moves. Yeah. That even for me, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a very great physical action star. Yeah. And he's, he's so much fun to watch. And uh, I remember, so, like I said, I had seen Hobbs and Shaw first mm-hmm. before I watched the whole series. Mm-hmm. So then when I watched number seven, I was like, wait, <laughs> you're, you're like a terrorist. How are you like teamed up with mobs right. as a cop, <laughs> like as a, as an agent? I'm so confused yeah. for the longest Yeah, the time. way this series, like people switch <laughs> teams and become part of the family who were previously supervillains or... or cops or whatever like no you're just now you're on the family and we're gonna do (laughs) crimes together you've been accepted welcome to the team (laughs) do crimes and save the world at the same time (laughs) that's our motto (laughs) yeah but it's in this one that brian is like a full-on dad he's like driving a minivan mia's pregnant again but hasn't told him yet and there's a really funny like foreshadow moment where their kids, uh, their sons Jack, he like throws a toy car, and Brian's like, "Cars can't fly," and that's like huge foreshadowing. It comes back a couple of times during the movie where it's like, "Cars can't fly, cars can't fly." <laughs> You're like, "Have you seen the trailer to F9?" Yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought the the way the character, like Brian's character, started getting handled Mm -hmm. it it really started feeding to me like even had paul walker not passed away were they getting ready to get him out Mm -hmm. of there you know with a baby on the way yeah Uh, they have a ton of conversations in this movie about how he still like he enjoys the adventure and the excitement but he needs to be a dad and dom's like it's not it's an okay thing to just be a dad it's an adventure and it's exciting in its own way and he's proud of you and he knows that you're brave for like take care of your family and so i could totally see them just slowly like letting him settle down in that way kind of go uh 
unfortunately, mm-hmm. you can't talk Furious 7 without the very obvious Paul Walker died in a car accident right. um, before they finished shooting yeah, the film. Yeah, very unfortunate, very timely. So he died like... Yeah, yeah. So most of the body double, most of the CGI versions of him actually works pretty well. It looks pretty mm-hmm. good. There are a couple shots though that I'm bummed they didn't turn out as good as others and one of them's in the actual like conclusion of the yeah. film. Uh but knowing that he passed away, knowing like the whole tone of the movie feels very different mm-hmm. knowing that he passed away during mm-hmm. filming. Uh, I found myself really kind of like focusing on that of like, Oh shit. Like this movie is like kind of a farewell yeah. to him. It really hundred percent. Yeah. I, I obviously <laughs> knew that he had died. I didn't know like at what point during filming. So I didn't know how much he was able yeah. to finish or how much uh, was like edited around or CG or whatever. I didn't notice like anything really out of the blue like i did it didn't take me out of the movie at all but I, it was in my mind as i was watching mm-hmm. it i was kind of waiting to see what happened with that um and yeah it's it's interesting the very end is is is, is very obviously a tribute of like kind of a, a, a walk down memory lane from the very beginning of all these different movies yeah. and how how his voiceover by um vin diesel who has that great <laughs> deep voice over voice um yeah it's it, it's it kind of hits you in a different way knowing that it's like real yeah it, yeah it feels very it doesn't feel like it's part of the movie it genuinely feels like that whole cast was actually mm-hmm. saying kind of their goodbyes um but to not get too much into the sappy part of furious yeah. seven uh, they drive a car through three skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah, in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really awesome, honestly. It, 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 it is. I love Statham's just... The dude is always mm-hmm. there and always destroying something. Mm-hmm. And I thought that made the movie very entertaining to me was... Now they're not like driving fast just because it's what they do. We're going after something. They're actually trying to yeah. run almost the entire to survive. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> to survive. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. Uh, I had the similar feeling with this movie that I did with Fast Five, which is that villain is very formidable. He's hunting you. He's everywhere yeah. that you're going to be. He's like uh, steps ahead of you. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. I like that a lot. Yeah, and it's just, it's fun. Of course, then you you come up to... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Furious 7 has probably the biggest you have to suspend any shred (laughs) of belief in reality. Uh Because it has one quick moment. Every time I watch it, I'm like, it, it might be the most cringe part of the whole franchise okay. for me. It's during Vin Diesel and Jason Statham's second fight, yeah. the big one, on top of the parking mm-hmm. garage. 
Uh, <laughs> so the parking garage is like been blown up. All the structures starting to mm-hmm. crumble. And Vin Diesel has that quick one-liner of like the thing about street <laughs> fights, the street always yeah. wins. And he stomps on the concrete mm-hmm. and it collapses the whole fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> Vin Diesel's a big dude. He yeah. looks tough. Um have you ever stomped on like yeah. concrete even if it's damaged mm. already they did it for the line <laughs> Dustin they just needed to do it <laughs> I know they did it for the line but it's the once I'll, I'll watch the whole mm. series and <laughs> as soon as he says it I'm like oh god yeah. and then he stomps and I'm like alright let it crumble yeah. and then I'll yep okay we're past it we're moving on but that that scene <laughs> every time I watch it I'm like I just mm-hmm. that that quick scene, like God damn it, <laughs> whose brilliant yeah. idea was that one line? Yeah, they they do stomp. another thing kind of like that where, and it's a it's a callback to the very beginning of the movie where the first meeting between Dom and Shaw is they drive their cars at each other in a chicken uh, thing, and none of that neither of them swerve and they crash right into each other, and uh, and then and then right. they get out and Dom's ready to like throw down with his fists and Shaw pulls out a gun. He's like, he thought this was a street fight or whatever. And then they do that again, the exact same thing, except Dom like beats his cars obviously better and like crush, like flips them over and stuff. And then, uh, well, you like, yeah, kind of like his car on mounts him in a way. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they both get out and they're about to do the same thing. And, yeah. and, Dom brings a gun this time. He's prepared and he says, you thought this would be a street fight. Does the same thing. But then he puts a gun away and he pulls out like these two giant wrenches, the biggest wrenches I've ever seen in my life. And he says, you're goddamn right. It's a street fight. (laughs) It's, I think that's kind of better, but it's still on the same vein as the stomping on the concrete thing. Yeah. Right. You know but they're at doing least he it. Doesn't they're stomp doing it just the concrete for the line. and shatters it. <laughs> yeah, and Statham pulls off like busted chunks of the body yeah. from his it's car. Like aluminum body. Like, I'm like, what the heck? No, that's not gonna work. <laughs> and they proceed to beat yeah. each other with them. <laughs> it it's a fun yeah. fight sequence. It really is yeah. a fun fight. Again, in no realm of universe, like yeah. nothing. <laughs> Sorry, Diesel. Statham wins yeah. that fight every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. A seven is such an awesome entry. It might be one of the best, maybe second best, one of the top couple. Because there, I remember there are several like butt puckering action moments. The one, the one, the and I think both the ones that come to mind, the ones that I wrote down, are the ones that happened during the. They have to go and get this hacker Ramsey in the the bus, and uh, that one of them is when they're like driving down the hill, and that one like g- villain's car flies through the air, and there's that like spike tree, and it like is going towards it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, God. yeah, and then. <laughs> Uh, the other one is when Brian's on the bus and he's like trying to get off and run as it's sliding off. I was like, that's a cool scene. Yeah. It's a cool shot. 
and how Letty like perfectly times it to fishtail yeah. her car as he can grab yeah. the bone, like the back yeah. end of it. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> it, yeah, it, the seventh one has a lot of fun parts. Uh, the whole getting mm-hmm. Ramsey sequence is fantastic, and I get excited. <laughs> Because of one actor that Tyrese. you know and I know. <laughs> no, no, no. God damn it. <laughs> Made me lose my train of uh, thought. The actor yeah, that sure. you know and I know. Uh, Tony yeah. Ja, yeah. Or ja shows up in this as mm. a henchman. He's only in it for a few scenes, but he is a blast yeah. to watch. He's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, had had his character not found the bottom of a <laughs> shaft, he could have been a fun yeah. reoccurring henchman villain style sure. character. But I got excited when I saw him because I was like, oh, I'm guaranteed some crazy martial arts stunt yeah. work right now. And sure enough, you get that all within the confines of like the yeah. bus yep. thing. The- <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. There are... A couple of really, no, I guess not all recurring, but there are some big introductions of characters in this in Seven. Uh, so obviously, you mentioned already kind of round Ronda Rousey. She's the guard mm-hmm. or like a bodyguard of the Sheik or Prince or whoever. Yeah, she's like security. Yeah. So she has an awesome fight with uh, with Michelle Rodriguez, but friggin' Kurt Russell shows up. Kurt Russell shows up. Now now it's an action movie. <laughs> now we have Kurt Russell involved and uh everything is right in the world. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell mm-hmm. showing up was one of those moments for me that was like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's a great Mr. character. Nobody. Mr. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I he's a lot of fun. <laughs> I just enjoy the whole the whole ride of the movie. Yeah. Furious 7, man, they hit like a whole new mm. burst of energy or something with the seventh one because it, the, it's yeah. unrelenting. Furious? The movie is so fast. It's <laughs> so like, don't. Uh... You left me wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I said it so fast and my brain went, nope, you, exactly you did not want to say that. Say God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I set you up way too easy for that one. But yeah, the seventh one, I mean, it's mm-hmm. right from the get-go. It it just never slows yeah. down. It yeah. It's a genuine, like, yeah, this is yeah, a popcorn sure. movie from and start it also, to finish. <laughs> um, I mean, it's important from a story perspective for all these people we care about and love. Um, Christy is outside <laughs> looking at me. Um, the Because you learn that Letty gets her memory <laughs> back and she remembers that her and Dom had gotten married way yep. back in episode four or whatever you call it's it. It's about um, damn time. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this just... It's a good, a really good one. And I, yeah, I don't know how much of that is, um, I don't know how much of that is James Wan coming back, bringing that energy to direct or, or if they just were ready for it, but it's awesome. Either way, man, yeah. the seventh one really works 
so yeah. well. It, it's it's a blast. It really. So is. the eighth one, the fate of the furious, fate with the number eight in it. Yeah, we can go into number eight. Of the furious. It's an interesting one because now we are in a post Brian O'Connor world, sadly, and so I I, I like how they handle it. I like yep. that they didn't kill off his character. Now he's just he Brian and Mia are raising their kids being parents off screen and they just kind of mention once or twice no don't call brian let him be a dad we're gonna take care of it yeah i i really like that too uh of just very quickly very yeah. simply just saying no they're not part of this anymore you don't even i thought that was really cool i had, i was very curious yeah. to know if they were going to kill brian uh mm-hmm. I do have questions going into the ninth installment yeah. because Mia is back. It, yeah, so that will be weird. Very curious. I think it's also weird getting we'll ahead of ourselves when it comes out. Dom has Dom has a kid and he names it Brian. That's okay. And I'm like, that's kind of weird to do if Brian's alive. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go to family dinners <laughs> and say, "Hey, Brian." No, not you, Brian. The other Brian. I mean, that's you can weird. do that. There's it's an annoying of thing to do. Kids after like assholes do that. Wow, <laughs> wow! I'm Fuck. calling you out, Dominic Toretto. I guess I At- know what name I'm not throwing in the bucket. If you ever have kids, that's right. Not while I'm alive. If I no, die, no, I was saying you need to name your kids after oh, me. Oh, if you die, I'll do it in honor of you. <laughs> but, God damn it! But if you don't die, which I hope you don't, then uh, it's not going to be <laughs> named after you. I'm just gonna. You know what? I'll text Christy. Okay, that's right. I'll bypass you. I'll. That's true. I'll talk to the actual decision maker of your household. <laughs> I was gonna say you've learned that I actually have no say, and I do a lot of talking, but not an actual lot of deciding. Um. Yeah, the eighth one. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Once again, you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Of course, I mentioned it earlier either right before we started recording or right as. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen Charlize Theron put on some interesting looks throughout her career. Yeah, 100%. And the hairstyle she rocks in this movie <laughs> is... It throws me off every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, full-on dreads. It's kind of a like weird look. Blonde, very long well, Wasn't she dreads. always blonde? Yeah, but... It just looks weird. Yeah, it does look weird. But Charlize Theron ends up being, despite the funky hair. Yeah. I really like her as a villain. Yeah. And I really like her as Cypher. Yeah. Yeah, as this, like, super villain who has been kind of behind the scenes. You didn't know she was behind the scenes in the other movies, but all of those missions were kind of leading up to her ultimate goal i guess yeah which is kind of a cool super uh, it seems like maybe not comic books they're they're like i'm thinking of like movies or series that do that kind of thing where it's like oh this is all leading up to a thing that you didn't even realize and i i like when that happens and it's cool that it's happening in a car movie of all things <laughs> Hey, they're not car movies anymore. Man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the eighth one. Now, I think the eighth one takes itself probably the most serious. Yeah. 
than all of the other entries. It, it introduces some pretty heavy moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought up Dom ends up finding out he's a dad. Yeah. And he finds that out because Elena. Yeah. Was back. pregnant at some point and had Dom's son. Mm-hmm. And now both are being held prisoner and hostage by Cypher. Yeah. <laughs> On this crazy world hacking plane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a fortress plane. Yeah, I've, I've tried to... I'm curious to know if someone has ever sat down to try and figure out what the actual, like, like timeline, how much time <laughs> has actually passed yeah. from one to eight like how many years have actually been going on they mentioned in four that it's been five years since one i wrote that down i remember okay but uh it's it's definitely at what point was elena pregnant because she's in the seventh one she's not pregnant in number seven she's not (laughs) yeah she said that she says in eight she has a line that says i got pregnant like right before you found out Letty's alive or something like that. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know what that time frame is. Like how, (laughs) how pregnant was she when she was like getting blown up by Shaw and having (laughs) the rock like fall on her. (laughs) Jumping out of a four story window and landing on his back. Yeah. Oh yeah. We forgot to mention that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he ends up in the hospital. Oh my God. What? We alluded to it and then did not go to it. Oh, that he uh, comes back to fight at the end? His his comeback. Yeah. Him seeing the explosions and being like, kiddo, because he's a dad. Yeah. Dad's got to go to work. Yeah. And he flexes out of the cast. <laughs> In the coolest scene ever. <laughs> and it's like super close up. You see it burst open and he just tears all of it off. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and it totally, excuse me, reminds me of, or like, maybe not reminds, but it makes me think of, that's a total like Arnold 80s move. Arnold move. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally We're, we're fairly distracted tonight. Dude. I know. Well, the freaking cat's messing with my cords, which is very annoying. But the big, the biggest deal in Fate is Dom now goes bad. and Or he turns against his right. team. Charlize Theron convinces him, because his daughter and Elena are hostages, to, go, to work son. for her son. What did I say? You said daughter. Oh, I was thinking... Of Elena, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, Elena and his son are hostages, and so now she gets Charlie Theron gets Dom to work for her, and uh, yeah, it's it's so now he's going against his crew. They don't know why he just all of a sudden Hobbs calls him up and he's like, "Hey, I have a job for you." He's like, "Yeah, that sounds good," but he's already bad at that point, and then yeah, and he betrays the team. As they're like leaving their mission, yeah. At the end of the mission, he just steers into Hobbs, and can you hear that? I can't. <laughs> Wesley's dreaming and wagging his tail on the floor. <laughs> All I heard was thump, it's like the thump, loudest thump, thump. thump of anybody sleeping I've ever heard. 
It's all good. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the idea of the team having to go after their leader. Yeah. It, it kind of like they had to go after Letty. Mm-hmm. It, it was not surprising to me that they would have to go after Dom. Yeah. I do remember being fairly confused by the trailer that he was a bad guy all of a sudden because mm-hmm. it didn't fit any narrative <laughs> right. ever. Uh, seeing the reason why he turns, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Of course, then they give you the big reveal that he's been plotting his own mm-hmm. like good guy side mission the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't actually do it, but he had to do it as much as he could. Right. And of course, the reason Which... was family that he had to turn against his family. Is conflicted. <laughs> you sound. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit it. on it. It's. It's. I think it's cool, and I think it's good. But it. It's not. They don't need to put that much effort into the writing. That's the thing. They put enough effort in. And I appreciate that, that they don't overcomplicate it. <laughs> they keep the themes, and it works. And I appreciate it. Yeah, I I don't think there's one installment, well, Tokyo Drift, <laughs> where they don't mention family. Yeah. They gotta be family. This is a family. <laughs> At the end of Tokyo Drift, Dom shows up and says Han was family. Oh, shit. Yep, you're right. All right, never mind. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> It is funny to me because every time you keep saying it, yeah. you sound a little more <laughs> resentful about it every time. It's it's it may, it's family. It's not. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <sighs> but I get what you're saying. It almost the writing when every time they mention it, mm-hmm. especially if you marathon, yeah, the whole series, you're like, we get it. You can. <laughs> You can move on from telling us that. <laughs> we yeah. understand. The characters have a single motivation, or a couple of them only have a single motivation. <laughs> and that's all they need. That's fine. I'm not mad about it. Now, Fast 8 brings up two of the funniest, most mind-boggling action sequences to me. Okay. One is uh, when they're trapping dom in the intersection all their cars have grappling hooks yeah that are perfectly aimed and perfectly measured mm-hmm. to go into his car and how he escapes them the best one is how he like reverses and he forces the two cars to clap into each other <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely i love that <laughs> what's what's the second one uh the submarine. Yeah, of course, the submarine. The submarine bursting out of the ice behind the cars. Mm-hmm. It's a cool looking shot. Yeah. But oh my God. <laughs> a car chase on the ice from a submarine that is firing torpedoes. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I laugh every time. <laughs> and then I laugh harder when Hobbs is like, Take the wheel. <laughs> and he guides the freaking torpedo with his hand. Yeah, because it's Hobbs. It's Dwayne freaking Johnson. <laughs> it's, it's Dwayne Johnson. And again, I say, in no universe would Vin Diesel stop that <laughs> Yeah, It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the eighth one is a lot of fun. Yeah, and Kurt Russell comes uh, back, I, which I love that he's continuing to be in it. Scott Eastwood yeah. shows up, and you 
And you which, mentioned Helen Mirren also shows up. Yeah. I feel bad for Scott Eastwood. And rewatching the eighth mm-hmm. one this last week made me really think about this. Because uh, he's also in The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I know Scott Eastwood, you're like, oh, it's Clint Eastwood's son. Mm-hmm. They've made big deals of like these two movies that he's in. Mm-hmm. And then his character is pointless. Yeah. Very generic. Do anything. Generic, <laughs> like corporate guy, or yeah, he doesn't do anything of value. He doesn't do anything of value. He does not give any credence to anything. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for the yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm hoping like you should follow your dad's footsteps and find a role that you're actually yeah. like fit for. Yeah, go do a western. I don't. Yeah, know. or yeah, or be a lead and show me something as opposed to. Some generic yeah. team league guy. But that's just a little side note. I just found myself... Yeah. It was a garage scene, the first mm-hmm. one. And I was like, man, your character is just... Mm-hmm. Why do you play such pointless people? Right, dude? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But Helen Mirren is not pointless. But Helen Mirren... She's amazing. Dame Helen Mirren shows yeah. up as... Mrs. Shaw. <laughs> the mom. The mom. She's such a like badass mom. She's so perfect. Yeah. She uh I get the impression. Do you remember her character from the movie yes. Red? That she okay. I get the feeling like those two characters could pretty much be either the same or yeah. something similar. For sure. I get that vibe from her where I'm like, mm, yeah, you were probably <laughs> I bet you were a super villain at some yeah. point. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that eighth one. It's a lot of fun to watch. It does have some uh, more serious scenes. Like, we get Elena's mm-hmm. fate. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the fate of her furious is unpleasant. She gets killed. The, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm trying. The fate of her. Furious. I was trying to mix the title in. I know what you were doing. It just sounded odd <laughs> as you said I it out know. loud. It was odd. I'll give you that one. It's not as but good you know as what? Fast it... and Furious. No, I no <laughs> God. <laughs> I was gonna judge you more yeah, for that I know. one. <laughs> but yeah, that I enjoy the eighth one. I, I think it was a lot of fun. I think it's uh it's kind of crazy how like they just keep up on the ante mm-hmm. and it, it has become such a massive uh, success story. Yeah. And the eighth one was a huge success, even though everything about it screamed like this, sh- the shit should bomb. Right. It should just tank so bad. And then it becomes one of the biggest movies yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, this is what people like. Let's do more of this. And so now at nine, now, they go to space. So, low Earth orbit, it seems like, not actual space. Low Earth orbit. Now, I don't know if this is just like people crapping on the movie before they've actually seen it. But have you looked at the different, all the ratings for the, the Fast Saga? No. And then you look at F9. So they're usually like in the sixes. There's a couple seven point yeah. whatever. Uh, F9 has been holding a 
pretty steadily how for a little while has it like come out for critics to see it or is it just like yeah, I think people's so. interest i know i saw a thing the other day that I, it's going to Cannes film festival which is kind of weird because i associate Cannes with like fancy pants movies right like arts yeah it's style. at a 5.2 with 7686 reviews on imdb that's interesting so i'm curious to know what is happening here and if it's more of just like stupid people just judging it for the sake of judging it i don't know you know what's Um, gonna make it even better john cena shows up (laughs) okay so john cena so the feud between dwayne johnson and (laughs) Vin Diesel has apparently gotten to the point where the two can't work together at the yeah. moment. So they replaced Dwayne Johnson with John mm-hmm. Cena in the aspect of like giant Jack dude, muscular, like Jack yeah. dude. Now what's funny though, is they mention early in the fast and the furious series, like Dom doesn't have, siblings like the dude yeah there is no younger brother mm-hmm. and then john cena shows up and he's I'm like your younger brother i'm your younger brother <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> and so i'm a little worried about like how are they gonna do the writing for that yeah how are they gonna is he a secret younger brother adopted half brother half brother could be a quarter brother but cypher's coming back so i'm excited to see her yeah even though she's rocking like a, a 90s elementary school boys bowl cut in this one <laughs> yeah she's i don't know <laughs> charlie stern must have it in her contract that she can't have a normal look <laughs> right she's like you know what we need to do something different right now yeah uh but i think it's cool that like it looks like everyone Obviously, minus Paul Walker is back. Yeah. Very curious. Lucas Black, Sean, and Shad Moss Twinkie from Drift are on the cast list. Han (laughs) is on the cast list. Han is coming back, which I'm like, so we get get the two twists that are obviously going to be in the movie in the trailer, which is John Cena's the younger brother and Han is alive. Mm-hmm. Even though we watched him blow up, uh, yeah, a couple times, <laughs> a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm yeah. hoping it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to have Mia back, like you said. I don't know what they're going to do with that. I'm but... so confused on that. I'm very hopeful that they they're not going to do like a oh Brian passed away. Yeah. So she's coming to like do a mission. I don't know what they would do. I don't want them to be like a deadbeat dad that left either. I don't know what they would do. I don't think they would do that. I honestly don't don't think Vin Diesel would let the writers do that to that character. Yeah, I would hope not. But yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see what this movie's gonna be like. I think the rockets on the cars is hilarious. I think (laughs) the cars going into low orbit atmosphere is yeah even funnier uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I'm excited for Fast 10 already because you know, based on previous movies, it's pretty much guaranteed that even if Jacob Toretto, John Cena's character, is like against them and they're fighting in this movie, they're going to join up and be That means family. they're going to team up for yeah. the finale. And because... So then it'll be the three siblings, Mia and Dom and Jacob, and they're going to be in the, in the, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be called you, you just... Fast 10, Family is Furious. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Why <are> the Furious <laughs> Family 10. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fast and Family 10. Now, I think 10, I think that's supposed to be like the actual conclusion. Is it? Probably. I think so. I think Vin Diesel had said it was either after, well, it mm. had to have been after the seventh one. He had said they were going to do three more and that would be it. Okay. Um. Or maybe he said that after the 8th, in which case 11 will be. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows what they're going to do? Well, that but also everyone's... doesn't mean much because they could easily just keep going as long as they want. And Yeah, but everyone's getting real old. So it's going to start yeah. not working all They're going to be well, in like you know? golf carts in like the old folks community, retirement community. Souped up golf carts. Drifting around mm-hmm. like sidewalk edges. Yeah. And <laughs> Ramping off of speed bumps. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Or they could just safety do, deposit uh, boxes behind them. <laughs> safety deposit <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Or they could just do uh, Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. For a while more. Part two. Yeah I, yeah, I would watch the Hobbs and Shaw. I th- I said it in our sequel episode. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Statham and Johnson, they have mm-hmm. such great chemistry. Even if they don't do Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. they should do more movies together. Because that was some of the most fun I've ever seen in a film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for where this uh, franchise is going to go. It's weird to say it. Yeah for how long I shit on the whole franchise <laughs> and gave so many people hell for yeah. enjoying it. And now I watch it and I'm like, crap, <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's definitely a weird thing to realize that I'm a big fan of all of these movies. Like I, I may <laughs> comment on how some of the writing is nonsensical, but it doesn't have to be. And I don't really care. And I will... I will stand firm on this is the franchise. It is the most ridiculous franchise. It never should have been right a franchise. But instead of never should have been this successful, so far it has made five point nine billion dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a that's... movie that started off with close-up shifting, right, and obnoxious-sounding cars doing street racing. Mm-hmm. They tapped into something. Yeah, I don't know what. They. But it's a damn. perfect example of course correcting and staying alive because they could have easily killed it if they stuck to what they thought it was. Yeah, and then yeah. they changed it to what. It should be what people wanted it to be, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah, it's... uh. So I, I wrote a, a little note. So Fast 7, mm-hmm. and 
I do. I have to like. I have to think that Paul Walker's death really fed into this because more people wanted to go and see. Yeah. Kind of his farewell. Yeah. Um, but it was the first of the whole series to hit one billion dollars at wow. the box office. Crazy. And it surpassed Avatar as the fastest movie to gross one billion dollars. The fastest movie, you say? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I can't it furiously <laughs> blew past Avatar. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's great. like and I imagine even if F9 ends up not being like a, a critical hit or yeah. whatever. I can't help but feel it's going to make so right. much money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I it's can't like help a snowball that. that started and it's just on its collision course with everything and it's unstoppable. But, man, this series. this <laughs> It was so fun, like, being able to just watch them all in a row i hadn't done that in so and like yeah ever i'd seen them all at least once but just kind of piecemeal and didn't remember them too much and it was just such a fun time watching them i think it is a good one to like binge or watch together yeah the, it's the uh it's like the the hold my beer of movie franchises <laughs> yeah like oh you thought that was fun right (laughs) watch this (laughs) you're never gonna believe what we do next all right uh well that's that's our dive into fast and furious uh what we liked what we like to make fun of more so Uh, i'd say if there's one thing to take away from the saga you're supposed to enjoy the mindlessness of it that was one thing i kind of learned uh it's just so much yeah. fun. It really yeah. is. So join the conversation. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and send us a comment. Let us know, I guess, if you like it, which ones you like most and why you think these are so popular. I guess I'm interested to hear what people think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, send us stuff with all of your uh, saddest Fast and Furious <laughs> puns. Yeah. Uh, clearly jake and i if you can explain to me them. why they <laughs> named the movies the way they did i would appreciate that yeah uh join the conversation have fun watching these yep. uh, uh well, are we gonna talk about what we're doing next week oh yeah thank yes. you uh so we got a couple big ones coming up next uh we're gonna deep dive into shutter island yeah. for next week i know jake is super excited for Love that I, we've talked about it handful of times now on the mm-hmm. show uh so that'll be a lot of fun to dive into that go from super mainstream <laughs> mindless action to very serious very intense mm-hmm. psychological thriller and then uh hopefully everyone's re-watching the marvel universe because we got yeah <laughs> we got that deep dive coming up yeah too. we'll do do a- so make sure you watch shutter island join the conversation on that one i know people have opinions on that yeah one. Yeah, it's one that's that is especially interesting because it there are opinions because it can go a couple different ways if you really want it to, yep. and uh, it's open to interpretation. So we want to interpret it at least for our perspectives. Yeah, I know we're both very curious to know how we interpret yeah. that film. My interpretation has changed over time, which I think is even more interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yep. It's uh 
That's our All show. right. Thanks, everybody. Right. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> All right. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>